Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome. I hope everyone had a beautiful Easter weekend and are welcoming in the beautiful new spring that is on its way. Hopefully it is reaching you sooner rather than later. It is a time of birthing as the spring unfolds and we start to see things come up through the ground and see little teeny animals and new flowers and new births all over the place. So today's topic is quite beautiful because we are talking about shamanic wisdom for pregnancy and parenthood. And whether you are someone that is actually birthing a child or a project or a vision or even rebirthing yourself. It's a powerful book in terms of many different processes, prayers, and the beautiful understanding of what it means to allow a more natural, spiritual, and shamanic method for opening yourself to that new birth and parenting. Becoming a parent asks us to explore and re-examine many things. First and foremost, we begin to ask ourselves questions about what it means to be a parent and how we would like to parent our children. How we answer these questions is a direct reflection of how we experienced parenting as children and the values our society places on family life. When we know that the arrival of new children into our lives is imminent, these parenting questions become underlined by triggered emotions and beliefs that have roots in our families of origin. Your family of origin is made up of your parents, siblings, and those who lived in your home during childhood, and your extended family, such as grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, and close friends, also has an impact on your family origin experience, especially through multi-generational patterns and cultural norms. This is from the book Shamanic Wisdom for Pregnancy and Parenthood, Practices to Embrace the Transformative Power of Becoming a Parent. And the author is Anna Carriott Barrett. She is a psychospiritual counselor, shamanic minister, and teacher with degrees in shamanic psychospiritual studies, marriage and family therapy, and family social science. She's also the co-author of Sacred Medicine of Bee, Butterfly, Earthworm, and Spider, and she is the faculty member at Venus Rising University, teaching workshops around the country. Welcome, Anna, to 1111 Talk Radio. This is a beautiful book, powerful in the sense of really supporting someone in moving through many of the issues that come through uh, pregnancy and parenting, including loss, including uh, trying to uh, engage fertility, in addition to co-parenting, and also the many um, experiences that a woman goes through in the different trimesters. Before we get into the meat of the book, I want to talk a little bit about how family structures have changed. Now we see so many different family dynamics. We see all kinds of family structures, and we really have come to a point where it takes a village to raise a child. They are being raised in families that are different cultures, different skin tones, um, different uh, genders. There are so many different ways that children are coming in, and there are beautiful ways to rear them and beautiful things that we can expose them to. So I'd like to start right there in terms of bringing in the shamanic wisdom into this time where family life is so much more diverse than it has been in our history, in our parents and our grandparents and the many lineages that we have come from, and yet how that is so uh, replicative of even how nature 
shows us so many different diverse ways of birthing and blooming. So what, what are your thoughts around the new family structures and what that means for pregnancy and parenting today? Well, I think it's really, um, you know, it's an opportunity to be creative and to tune in ourselves to what's authentic and meaningful and inspired internally in our hearts as we're getting ready to parent as opposed to following some external norms that were kind of passed on as dogma over generations and instead really listening to how we are called to parent, how we want to celebrate milestones and change and moving through the life cycle um, ourselves and with our children. And so it's really neat to see all the different ways that parents can create ceremony or create connections with their children and with other community members. And that can take place, you know, as you said, in terms of spirituality, connection to nature, um, how we're looking at our bodies, how we're thinking about gender, how we're looking at um, relationships within the family. I mean, there's a lot more room, I think, to be with what's authentic. And ultimately, that's so much uh, more healthy for kids and parents. Um, although I do have to say kind of the flip side of what you were bringing up, I really agree that so many things have been changing in family structure and how we're parenting. And I, one thing I do think that's challenging for a lot of parents is in some ways we've lost a lot of the safety nets or maybe ways we may have been more connected to extended family. And there's a lot of, I know, especially for parents that are staying home, whether it's mom staying home or dad staying home, um, with babies and little ones, it can be really isolating. And in some ways, we've lost some of the, unless we're really actively out looking for that, it can be a pretty isolating experience, too. And so that's a challenge that needs to be addressed and spoken into to support those parents. As you move into the book on shamanic wisdom for pregnancy and parenthood, you do talk about the healing journey, and it is very much uh, a journey of assisting us in slowing down and reflecting and looking at ourselves as our children basically teach us who we are as we birth them. When we look at that and and knowing how oftentimes that the wounded places in our lives can take us from our family of origination into finding a new spiritual family, which tends to be the course for many people as they embark on a spiritual path, talk a little bit about this soulful parenthood journey and how that aspect of perhaps bridging that family of origin with the new spiritual family that begins to surround us takes place. Absolutely. Well, they really go together. And that's something that, you know, part of why I do this work and and wanted to write this book is providing that support, providing a place for parents to be seen and to see themselves and to realize that it is a developmental process and they're all different facets of our beings that need, need support and are going through so much change or are being really triggered and touched on by the very deep process of trying to get pregnant or, or trying to adopt or having a child come into the home or going through the birth process or starting to raise, you know, raise your little ones at home. Um, you know, that touches us in very deep places. And when that's not talked about, then we don't have a constructive place to um, care for ourselves and care for our own process because ultimately 
when we do care and pay attention to and work on, um, you know, our own healing journey, um, then we are able to be in a place where we can, you know, our path, our illuminated path, um, personally, really shines light on and creates wonderful support for our children's paths as well. And so when we see that link, um, then we can give our children the parenting and the support that they really need and have the perspective for their journeys by working on our own journeys. And of course, as we step into creating a family of origin for a new generation, our past patterns, our past traumas, lessons that we really unconsciously learned about what life is about, you know, I really look at, look at that as a blueprint that we carry within us, um, that really comes up to the surface to be worked on. You know, watching your, watching parents um, parenting you and your siblings, and now as you become a parent and you are ready to start a co-parenting relationship with your partner, a lot of those old messages or old wounds or, um, you know, things that were witnessed come up to be processed, but also come up as this is what's normal, right? And it's not necessarily normal and healthy. And so it's a, it's a really powerful opportunity to work on and, and come into a much more positive and conscious and healthy place and a more intentional place of how we want to co-parent and how we want to parent our children. But we have to really do that work in order to have it be positive because it can also blow up in our faces when we're not addressing um, when we're really, you know, working with something, you know, with your two-year-old and it's a really challenging moment and something comes up that's really a similar wound in ourselves, you know, how do we, how do we work with it in a conscious way so that we can be conscious for our kids? Most definitely. Before we get into more about uh, how shamanic wisdom supports pregnancy and parenthood, for those individuals that don't understand how shamanism actually even integrates or is incorporated into this or what it means, can you give a brief understanding of, of how and why this is important today and what role shamanism as such an ancient, ancient uh, integration and way of, or path is so prominent and important in this day and time? Yeah, you know, shamanism for me um, is something that shows up in a really kind of held core belief around bringing divine energy into my body, into the present moment. And the more that I enliven this present moment with spiritual energy or with my own um, mindful awareness, the more I can deepen into my heart and the more that I can deepen and open into the gifts of who I am as a soul and as a person. And so that's, you know, versus really trying to leave or transcend the present moment that, you know, that escape route is not, (laughs) doesn't work for me. I really want to be here and be present and be open. Um, And part of how I do that and something that links to that kind of shamanic spirit of being present, being with, you know, mater, the Latin word is is mother, matter. It's the material world. And so um, coming into that through nature, which is a core part of shamanic spirituality and the elements, and animal teachers, and really, to me, it's about being in divine relationship in every moment. And so when I'm out in the natural world, for example, I'm paying attention to the plants and the wind and the animals, and, you know, we're all teaching and witnessing with each other, and um, it's it's a really um, life-giving place to live from. And so 
for me, that also helps me then connect to my intuition as a parent and being in my body through the birth or pregnancy process or fertility process, um, tuning into my own wisdom or um, whether it's spirit animals or guides or whatever is inspiring and supporting you in your journey, um, that's, a, that's really a key part of the process of becoming a parent, looking at feminine and masculine and the divine child and looking at creative principles, you know, it all really lends itself to bringing children into the world and also rebirthing ourselves as parents. And that's a core part of shamanic spirituality as well as death and rebirth as a conscious process. You know, so often we can shy away from that, but, you know, death and leave-taking and change and consciously releasing things that are no longer serving us is a big part of stepping into parenthood and making that a conscious process. So, um, there's a, I mean, there's a whole world I could get into about shamanic spirituality, but in terms of being in the body and expanding consciousness, looking at, you know, I, I am a facilitator of shamanic breath work, and so using ecstatic processes to be in the body and deepen that connection with spirit, all of these things are uh, really supportive and enhancing of the process of becoming a parent. The Dalai Lama said that uh, the world will be changed by the Western woman, and we as women, especially in this society, have become quite masculine in our energy. And if we look at a lot of even the efforts that are taking place today, albeit they are efforts toward a greater good in many ways, um, oftentimes women in that stance to fight or to stand out or to have their voices heard is, um, is, is a way that we can express. But yet, as I was reading your book, the illustration and the naturalness and the the ability to embody and the ability to rear our children and step into a place where we understand that we are creating the new world based on our presence and based on our ability to heal and and parent our children from healthy places that to me is a powerful way that we as the Western woman can change the world. Talk a little bit about the embodiment and women utilizing pregnancy as a way to step back into their natural rhythms. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we're in a kind of a a complex time where we kind of want to do it all and be it all, and that's kind of a impossible kind of perfectionistic dream that I think ends up punishing us in, you know, in some ways as, as moms and dads, that's, that's a difficult thing to do. Um, but as you said, it's really, um, we've given ourselves a lot of choice where we can choose to become parents or, you know, to become a mother and to claim and deepen into a process of stepping into both our feminine and masculine energy within, you know, each person holds, um, you know, both of those energies and they're not polarized. You know, I mean, it's, it's something that everybody kind of has that a unique rainbow or a unique um, melody in terms of masculine and feminine energy and how that's weaving in a really creative way within. And those principles are, are you know, the core of the creative process. Um, you know, in terms of being gentle with ourselves and how we care for ourselves when 
when we are pregnant or when we are parenting, when we are postpartum, things like that, you know, that's where I see as we are caring, you know, as, as I'm caring for myself as a parent, I know my children are witnessing that. And so how I am being gentle or not gentle with myself, how I'm speaking and caring for myself, you know, as, as a woman in front of them is something that they are witnessing and then caring within themselves. And so for me, um, my process of becoming a mother and then also how I'm choosing to parent in the world, I know, as you said, is, can be a contributing factor towards healing the world or adding more dysfunction to the world. And so, you know, as people are stepping into making inspired and authentic choices as parents and really listening to their own heart, that's the same process of then using conscious decision-making and how we are being in the world in a more gentle and loving and creative and innovative way to heal and to evolve it. And the, and the kids just run with it. I mean, that's what's so neat. I'm sure so many of your listeners and you know so many amazing kids on the planet right now who are coming in with such bright, beautiful, soulful energy. And we're just here to, to provide them with support so that they can just take these creative leaps and bounds you know, for the planet. And it's really inspiring to watch. As you commit to understanding and healing your family of origin blueprint, you have the opportunity to change multi-generational family patterns. In this beautiful book, Shamanic Wisdom for Pregnancy and Parenthood, Practices to Embrace the Transformative Power of Becoming a Parent by Anna Carriott Barrett, you will consciously explore the shamanic journey of pregnancy and parenthood. She offers techniques and ceremonies to honor the transformation of becoming a parent and engage the sacred wisdom keeper within. Anna provides tools and meditations to create personal shamanic medicine to support you and your family on this journey, as well as connect with the wisdom of nature, expand your intuition, and explore altered states of consciousness. Restoring honor to the shadow side of parenthood, Anna discusses the shamanic perspective on miscarriage, fertility, sexuality, postpartum stress, and depression, blended families, and adoption as a form of birthing through the heart. She explains how to heal any deep psychic wounds from your birth family and transform negative beliefs you may hold about parenthood. She provides chapters on each trimester of pregnancy, offering specific teachings and techniques appropriate to each stage, as well as conception, birth, and postpartum period. Again, Anna is a psychospiritual counselor, shamanic minister, and teacher with degrees in shamanic psychospiritual studies, marriage and family therapy, and family social science. You can find out more about her at her website, com. That's A-N-N-A-C-A-R-I-A-D-B-A-R-R-E-T-T.com. Um, in addition, her book, Shamanic Wisdom for Pregnancy and Parenthood, and her other book, Sacred Medicine of Bee, Butterfly, Earthworm, and Spider, are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere that books are sold. We'll be right back after these messages with Anna Carriott Barrett and more about pregnancy and parenthood. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. 
people all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome back. I do want to let you know that the latest issue of 1111 Magazine is up and out, and it is entitled Breathe, something that we all can do just a little bit more of. There are some exciting features this month, and I want you to dive into every bit of it. Anita Wing Lee is an incredible young woman that decided to just take a year of her life and travel and see how she could organically live. What her wisdom was that came through is exciting and beautiful and resonated so deeply with me as I did something very similar on the Rebel Road Tour a few years ago, and so I wanted to share her magical experience. In addition, Leon Goodman is providing some insight on how to clear blocks. Andrea Matthews talks about the difference between evil and good and talks about how we need to let go of some of our good so that we can embrace our shadow and dark side. And Cookie Washington is creating a beautiful art exhibit in Charleston, South Carolina for the Spoleto Festival where she is doing a diversity of black and white and bringing together different artists on topics of social activism as a way to create conversation, community, nourishment, and healing. So definitely dive into all of those pieces in the 1111 magazine, which is always free at the website, 1111mag.com. All of the archive issues are there in addition to all of the archived 
segments of 1111 Talk Radio for you at any time you want to partake. And if you are just too busy and don't have the time to read or are one that likes to listen to things, I now have 1111 Magazine on audio. And you can go to the website around that. 1111 Magazine on audio gives you a full audio issue every single month in addition to meditations, intentions on audio, as well as life coaching uh, that will support you and the action prompts that can help you moving through any blocks of your life. And that is all for $97 for the entire year. So it is incredible value. If that will be of support to you, I urge you to take advantage of it. My guest today is Anna Carriott Barrett, and she is the author of Shamanic Wisdom for Pregnancy and Parenthood. The process of healing and transforming our family of origin blueprints becomes an amazing gift that we can share with our children and future generations. We experience life more fully and richly, and we consciously pass down healthy behaviors and lessons to those we love. This wisdom comes through the sometimes challenging lessons that our family of origin teaches us. Neither your children or you are meant to come through your families and this life in perfection, hermetically sealed from hardship. It is the rich human experience that gives us our biggest lessons and wisdom. If only we open our eyes and explore our stories. Your family of origin has given you a profound gift, a story that is unfolding through your being. And as you begin to dance within your own story, it opens and illuminates your heart, helping you build more connected relationships and self-knowing. This is from the book, Shamanic Wisdom for Pregnancy and Parenthood. The subtitle is Practices to Embrace the Transformative Power of Becoming a Parent. And welcome back. I want to talk a little bit about what you said in the last segment. You talked about both death and life. And in the book, you write about how they are key ingredients in creativity and part of the process. It is part of nature's regular cycle and rhythm, and it is something that we go through ongoingly in life. So often, I know in my own experience, miscarriages can be the beginning or an early part of a person's experience of pregnancy. And sometimes that is not necessarily paid attention to in the way that truly honors the individual or the baby that was to be. Talk a little bit about the importance of even those places where we where we have a child and lose it, uh, whether it's in that way or in another way, and what, from a shamanic or psycho-spiritual perspective, we can do to properly heal, to grow forward, to bring about new birth in a very healthy way. Yeah, I think the biggest component um, that can be harmful around that is when things are invisible or when they're stigmatized. And up until very recently, you know, I think a lot of parents and especially women who are carrying the baby would really take on a sense of shame or a sense of that there's something defective within themselves if they've had a miscarriage. Instead of realizing and getting the good support from community members, from, you know, medical profession, looking at that this is such a normal part of the creative process. And for me, having gone through a miscarriage, it it would have been so helpful if, you know, as I knew I was stepping into fertility to know that this is so common. You know, after I went through my miscarriage, friends, family members, you know, I chose to be open and my husband chose to be open about his experience and about my experience. And everybody began to share with us, and we didn't know that we were surrounded by people who had gone through this. 
And so for us, it was so healing to hear their stories. And I think our openness was also supportive for more people to share. And I'm seeing so much of that. Actually, in the past five years or so, I see so much change happening where women are really embracing this this part of their pathway that it's it's a, you know, motherhood, parenthood is not a destination where that baby ends up in your arm and now you are a parent. As soon as you step into the fertility journey and begin that creative process, even if it's just holding space for that to open, you're beginning the pathway of becoming a parent. And every single parent has different experiences, different facets of experience. It's not like there's one way to experience parenthood and somebody is more of a mother or a father than another person. And a woman who has gone through miscarriage and maybe hasn't been able to conceive yet is a mother who has had that initiatory experience and has that wisdom to share, has held that type of space as a parent in her own body for a child to come through but not come all the way into birth. And so I'm so encouraged by parents and women, especially really claiming this pathway of experience and the wisdom that it teaches. And I love all of the support that I'm seeing around it. Um, And so for me, kind of circling back around, my wish is for parents for this to be seen and talked about and really normalized so that when we step into that creative process, we know that life and death are ingredients and that we can hold that big of a conscious space around, you know, activity, hold that big of a container that we know that we are consciously ready as much as we can be to hold space for beginnings and endings and for unforeseen challenges and that our love and our strength is that big and that we also know that we have a community of support around us that when we need to fall back and have support, it's holding us and supporting that creative container for the child to come through and also for us to come through that experience even richer um, than before. I know in ancient times and especially with many circles of women in ancient times and even in shamanism, there's always so many different types of ceremonies and rituals and honorings of different things that are either birthing or passing. And you talk a lot about rebirthing the partner relationship as co-parents, birthing or mourning and allowing for ceremony during different aspects of the process. And there are many births and deaths as we go through this because we move from being a couple that does not have children to to now being a new type of couple that now has children. So that in itself is both a birth and a death. And even in miscarriages or even in the birth of a second child or a third child, every stage seems to have something that does pass and something new that's birth that we're opening to to have to embrace in a new way. Talk about the ceremonial aspect or how to create more of a soulful experience around each of these moments so that they just don't become passing by moments, but rather we understand that this too is part of the journey and the rich tapestry of the soul experience. Ceremony really gives us the opportunity to create something consciously and to hold space for change and for, you know, change can involve celebration. As you said, it can involve um, what we're saying goodbye to and what we're releasing. 
And we each have the power and the ability to create ceremony. It doesn't have to be complicated. It just needs to be meaningful to the individual or to the family, whatever that is. You know, it could be a silly ceremony. It could be, you know, a million different things. And so it's just, it can be taking a deep breath, slowing down, inviting the elements in in simple ways, really looking into one another's eyes or, you know, being conscious in how we're connecting. Um, You know, it doesn't have to be something overly complex, but what ceremony allows us to do is to be conscious with that change. And what I find, especially within families, is that when we don't acknowledge and create a conscious space for that change, then resentment can grow or unresolved things can kind of fester underneath while we're facing the daily stresses of life or while we're um, dealing with all the the new things that are on our plate. And so um, using ceremony to say, you know what, this is what I'm so excited and so joyful to be calling in as I step into parenthood. And also to say, I'm making a personal choice to release some parts about maybe I'm not going to take on as much time for work for the next few years until kids get back to school or um, looking at what's going to be my highest priority now and knowing that I'm empowering myself to make that choice to say I'm not going to try to hold up perfection as a goal of trying to do it all because that just doesn't work. Here's what I am empowered to say is most meaningful that I am giving my creative energy to Um, or here's what this new chapter of our life is going to be about, and we're so excited, but we also realize maybe, you know, it's not going to be as easy to connect as a couple as it was before, and so we're aware of that, and we're maybe having some sadness about some things that are shifting that may not be as easy, time for ourselves, self-definition that's changing. There's so many components that change so powerfully, and so ceremony and just having a conscious conversation give us space to really build a healthy relationship with ourselves through change. And ceremony can be a wonderful way to be with the joy, be with the sadness, and to create an ongoing pattern that works with each milestone and each shift in the life cycle in a way that supports everybody's energy through that process of transformation. Now, we often think of the mother, of course, during pregnancy because she's carrying the child. But so so many times we don't think about what the father is going through or how how they can move through this process in a truly spiritual way where they're feeling really, really connected. Talk a little bit about the father's experience or how they can be brought in so that really is uh, the co-parenting even from the initial aspect where they're perhaps not in the biological part of it uh, as the baby's growing inside the woman but yet they can still be very, very connected to the, to the extreme subtleties that are taking place. And also the experiences that we tend to ignore that, that we probably should take more note of. Yeah, you know, the, the language that I use in my book around that is really wanting to embrace all the different ways that people choose to create family and choose to bring children into the world. And so for me, I talk about mothers and fathers, but I also speak specifically about um, co-parents 
and birth partners. You know, I'm, I'm working to not necessarily be heteronormative in terms of how I'm looking at, at family. And so, well, you know, mothers and fathers are creating children together and I pay a lot of attention in the book to that. I'm also aware that there, you know, the, the co-parent experience, you know, whomever that is, or also is the, the people that are in the room as birth partners in, in that powerful experience, or the folks that are really being in a supportive role um, around parents who are adopting a child. You know, it's, it's a really um, transformative journey and a powerful experience for, for each of those roles. And so, you know, in terms of looking at pregnancy in specific and um, co-parents and fathers, who are not carrying the baby themselves, that's, a, um, that's its own unique experience. And so in some ways, one of the things that I really want to I speak to at a certain chapter in the book is acknowledging that everybody doesn't need to be on the same page at every step, you know, throughout every step of the process, that, um, you know, a pregnant mother is having her own experience and she is so aware of the movements of the baby, her own changing body, the, the very kind of, you know, the mama bear energy that takes over, this protective energy, um, big fears that are, or concerns or questions that are so real because our bodies are going through it, thinking about birth and thinking about breastfeeding and all of these changes. It's so apparent and so powerful for women who are in pregnancy and for fathers and for co-parents who are not having that physical experience it can be more subtle, and it can take place maybe at a different stage. You know, I know for my husband, it was really at the times where we were having an ultrasound where he could see our babies and, you know, begin to watch them move or see their faces where it would get very real all of a sudden. And for me, it had been real for months, you know, months or weeks ahead of time. And so um, we would, it was fun to share that joy when I would see his eyes light up with that process. But I also knew that, you know, he has his, his role and how he's holding space for me as I was going through pregnancy and that we weren't on exactly the same journey. We were really, um, you know, he was on the trail with me, but he's looking at the sunshine and, and smelling the, the air and taking in his own sights and has his own perspective. And so, you know, what we want to do is as much as we can as co-parents in that powerful, you know, pregnancy and birth and parenting journey together is to talk about the spaces where we're in commonality and also to really honor that you're, you might be in a totally different place than me today, and that's really okay. You know, I ask for your sensitivity and your compassion and, to, and maybe to hold space for where I'm at, and I want to do the same for you. And that takes a lot of the pressure and the judgment out of really who are two unique people who are on a journey together. And so I think that claiming that diversity of experience really benefits everyone. My guest today is Anna Carriott Barrett, and she is the author of Shamanic Wisdom for Pregnancy and Parenthood. Rebirthing into Parenthood is a series of endings and beginnings, and the question that you might ask could be, what am I dying to so that I may birth? Welcoming a child into your life is a creative process. Both death and life are key ingredients in creativity. Creativity is a dynamic process in which the duality of opposites is resolved in sacred union. 
As you reconcile the opposites within yourself, a new spark of life and new possibilities are formed. The conception of a child illuminates this principle beautifully. Within you, through a dynamic, sensual, life-filled dance with the sacred other, your partner, you reconcile the sperm and egg into something entirely new, the sacred child. Whether through your hearts or your bodies, you conceive, gestate, and birth the dream of your child into this world. This creative process is not all love, bliss, light, and life. It is also dark at times, unknown, challenging, and full of endings and leave-takings. Birthing the dream of parenting into reality is a substantive process that should not be overlooked or glossed over. This is from the book. Shamanic Wisdom for Pregnancy and Parenthood by Anna Carriott Barrett. You can find out more at www.annacarriottbarrett.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I'm Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent a part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great, have more energy, sleep better, gently detox, lose unhealthy weight, and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. 
Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. I'll invite you to also explore my own books, Conversations with the Universe, that talks about the signs, symbols, and synchronicity that occur in the world and how they speak back to you about you. My second book, Your Journey to Enlightenment, is about letting go of conformity and stepping into courage, understanding that our true place on earth is that of the divine child, stepping back into the curiosity, wonder, and innocence to create from that space. And my third book, Your Journey to Love, Your True Soulmate is You, and discovering the dark and the light within you and marrying those two sides to create a whole person is the ultimate journey that we all have to wholeness. So I invite you to explore my own books, online courses, meditations, and artwork at my website, imsimran.com. My guest today is Anna Carriott Barrett, and she is the author of Shamanic Wisdom for Pregnancy and Parenthood. This is her second book. Her first book was Sacred Medicine of Bee, Butterfly, Earthworm, and Spider. You can find out more about her and all of the things that she does at com. You can find that in the bio as well. Today we are discussing all of the different aspects about parenting and pregnancy when it comes from a shamanic wisdom perspective. Babies and the womb within us is like a universe unto itself. Your baby begins as a tiny bundle of cells burgeoning forth into greater complexity, beauty, and soulful expression. As you develop your capacity for intuition as a parent, you will naturally begin to pay attention and attune yourself to the subtle dialogue your body and baby share with you. As a pregnant woman or as a heart-connected father or co-parent, you have the opportunity to witness the changing rhythms of gestation in the body, the sacred dance of life unfolding within. Welcome back, Anna. I want to talk a bit about nature's cycle of creativity. You speak about moon and plant wisdom in regard to the first trimester. We've just come through uh, two, two full moons in the month of March, and so that moon energy is very, very strong right now, and we are witnessing what plants do naturally as they come into spring. So much of the process, it just all happens on on its own. There's so little for us to do. So when we look at nature's cycle of creativity, how do we co-partner with nature in allowing it to do what it does best, but then taking on perhaps the psycho-spiritual part uh, that is ours to do, where we can understand that light and dark are our teachers uh, so that we can be the healthiest, most whole parents possible for when the baby arrives. Yeah, I find that, um, you know, we've gotten very, I mean, I feel like this is changing, but we've gotten very disconnected from nature and we forget that we're not, we're not separate from that, that that's really kind of the medium that our life takes place within and that we are always in relationship and in co-creation with the natural world. That's our own um, natural state. And so as we come back to that, I find that in terms of relaxation and reducing anxiety and stress, in terms of, in a really, you know, simple way, opening deeply to our hearts, to our spirits, um, and to what the energy that needs to move within us in our own healing and transformation process at the time, nature just n- naturally knows how to facilitate that for us and with us. And and that's something that we can step into at any time simply by stepping out our back door and being with the sun and being with what's around us 
in the elements. It doesn't have to be difficult or overly complicated, which is what I love about it. It gets us out of our logical brains. It brings us right into our hearts. It brings us right into our senses. Um, And that's also a fantastic place to raise children from, to be healthy in their bodies and to be with their senses as they experience the world. Um, And so nature as a teacher through the first trimester, for example, um, we're looking at, you know, the waxing crescent moon, the beginning glimmers that might be largely invisible to others, but that we sense within ourselves. It's the gently curving belly that we're just beginning to notice as we step into pregnancy. It's that waxing full time of fullness that's growing towards the full moon. And so that, um, that symbolism through the pregnancy process, you know, when we look into the sky, and of course the moon is so connected to waters and the ebb and flow of the tides, and, you know, we women really feel that in our bodies. And so it's beautiful to look into the night sky and to see the waxing or waning moon and to, and to know that process is illuminating our own pregnancy and birth process. You know, that's, it's such a beautiful um, match to, to, to consider the moon and pregnancy in the same way in the shape and, and all of that. And I was thinking about different women that perhaps already have children, specifically daughters, and teaching them that right from the beginning as they're young to connect with nature, to connect with the cycles and the rhythms. Um, talk a little bit about how we can support the children that are already here as a new baby is coming and help them tune into not only nature, but tune into the being that is on its way in so that there is this deep underlying connectivity beyond this is just my sister or my brother that is coming in and my new playmate, but something much deeper and richer that is beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the cool thing about kids is that they really just get it. And in some ways we can ask them to explain it to us. Um, you know, about how do you experience nature and what's your sense of the, of the universe? I mean, I think that that is something that we're really born with and kids just are really tuned into that until society maybe says that's not the way to be or, you know, maybe in past generations some of that was kind of being repressed or judged more. I mean, kids will hang on to that if we give them the space to do that. And so they can really take the lead and share their wonderings or their ideas about a new little one joining the family, um, or about how they experience nature. And so, you know, working my past working with kids as a counselor and, and with families, being outside, whether it's moving, you know, taking a walk as we're having a conversation, or creating a play space while we're stepping into deeper ideas or things that need to be explored, um, or as a learning space, you know, with schools. I mean, it's it's a really um, supportive space to be where we can just let nature really guide us and let, let kids really guide us in that. In terms of, you know, framing for, for kids the idea that, you know, a new person is joining the family, um, I mean, that's, it's such a big, it's a, it's a big seismic shift for kids too. You know, I, went, I have a almost two-year-old daughter and a four-year-old son and, you know, his world before my son's world, before my daughter was born, was, you know, mom, dad, and me. And so that was a big change. And, you know, part of what I loved is inviting kids in in an age-appropriate way to the creative process. And so my son, who was, um, he was two and a half when my daughter was born, um, 
he loved watching my belly grow and he loved, you know, he was very protective of it and knew how mom needed to move in order to get out of bed and, you know, in the third trimester or he was really attuned to that process and also knowing that there was a baby within. And so we talked about it all the way along. And so I find that as kids are drawn into the creative process, um, then they, they feel a real kinship with that sibling when the sibling is born, and they feel that they are actively a part of creating the family along with mom and dad. And that's a really great place to start a sibling relationship. When we're talking about embodiment and integration and all the hormonal changes that take place as a woman develops in her pregnancy, uh, talk a little bit about shamanic breath work and body work and what is supportive in dealing with emotions that rise up or processing any material that is coming forward so that uh, that we really do begin to know ourselves in, in such a level that as, as our children come out that we are teaching them and growing them from that deepened whole space. Yeah, our, you know, our bodies and our minds and our hearts, you know, it's a really multifaceted experience. We go through so many shifts, especially in pregnancy. And sometimes, you know, you're here in culture... Um, oh, it's hormones, as if that's a dismissive or not real thing. And, you know, our bodies, our hormones, all the different parts of our beings are there to guide us through change. And so, you know, our hormones are how our body is shifting and creating new space and, you know, hips are widening and breasts are getting fuller and, you know, all of the ways that our bodies are are shifting. That's such a, a wise process. You know, our bodies know what to do. Our body is the facilitator for our soul to go through this huge shift. And so what we can do instead of dismissing that sense of, oh, I'm, you know, I just was having a really hard day emotionally, must just be these hormones and kind of writing it off is to say, okay, there's my facilitator talking to me, you know, changes and big shifts are happening here. Um, and what can I learn and to claim, claim that and also to say, how can I be more healthy and balanced and grounded with those shifts, paying attention? And the more that we listen, the more that maybe it doesn't come out sideways as much, I find. When we're not dismissing it, then we're listening to those wise signals um, from within. Absolutely. And by the end of the book, she tell us that there's, uh, there's only one piece of advice that parents really need. What is that? Oh, gosh. I mean, you know, what I always come back to is just really trust yourselves. Trust that you know your children. Even if your your thinking logical brain says, well, we've barely met. You know, no, you, you have been walking through this pregnancy or even preparing from an intuitive place for a child to come through adoption or to be fostered, for example. Um, you know, you, you know this child. You know yourselves. And to just really trust your intuition, trust in the moment, to, you know, to step into your own knowing, to step into your own heart and certainly take, you know, good medical advice and good community support into account. But, you know, especially when babies come into families, there's a lot of, you know, extended family that has lots of opinions and might have lots of opinions about your changing body or the way to change a diaper or, you know, A to Z. But to really slow down, to deepen into the co-parenting relationship, to deepen into your relationship with your child and to trust that you are co-creating a pathway forward together and that you are really, um, you know, you're on a team together. You're exploring this world, and you're really teachers and students for one another within the family. 
And so to just really trust in that process and love and be creative with one another as you're growing as a family. Thank you, Anna, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. Definitely check out Anna Carriott Barrett and her book, Shamanic Wisdom for Pregnancy and Parenthood. The journey into parenthood transforms us, whether our children are biological, adopted in spirit, or not yet conceived. As we give birth through heart or body, we not only shape-shift into mothers and fathers, but also gain access to the deep inner well of spiritual wisdom that opens with initiation into parenthood. Again, you can find out more about her and her books, com. Next week, my guest is Jason Gregory. He is back with his latest book called Effortless Living, Wu Wei and the Spontaneous State of Natural Harmony. It is a powerful and beautiful piece, and I look forward to sharing it with you. Until then, I am Simran, in love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simran next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, You are not on the journey. You are the journey. 